When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Weekly Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos, so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. Hi, hi. Hi. What's happening? What is happening? How are you? Well, I've had a very emotional week. Yes. Yeah, I'm feeling a bit heavy, Hmm. which I guess maybe last week was a precursor to this. There was a lot of heavy shit happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just a lot of emotions coming up, a lot of past baggage that I didn't really know that I was carrying Mm -hmm. has come up. Yeah, really seeing some things that have been like lingering in these dark corners that I don't think I've ever cleaned out. You're experiencing several planets moving through your 12th house. And that's what happens when planets move through your 12th house. It's the 12th house is Pisces, which is the house of the unconscious. It's the energy of Pisces. It's associated with Pisces. So when the sun is moving through your 12th house, it's like that moment in the late afternoon when the sun begins to set and it sort of starts shining on your table, on your coffee table, let's say. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I thought I dusted this. <laughs> yeah, I thought I had done a lot of work or I have done a lot of work in clearing these things out. And it takes practice. You have to keep dusting those corners. Otherwise, shit gets stuck in there. And it's just, I was so shocked when, yeah, the sun just showed into this dark corner. And I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck is in there? This is awful. This is so dark. How did it get in there? How did it get in there? And how did I never see it? And then I just guess I'm really putting the pieces together to what the subconscious really means and how it plays into our existence operating off of these these things that are living in our psyche that have not really been acknowledged and operating in past relationships over and over these patterns that I've never really seen where I was like oh I healed from that I healed from that I moved on I'm fine but I never really took the time to dismantle it I just kind of covered it up with a new relationship that felt shiny and better and I was like mm-hmm. oh there's progress. I'm growing. I don't have those same issues, but just because each relationship was quote unquote better or easier or less traumatic does not mean that any of them were really great. Hmm. And yeah, looking back, I'm just like, why, why did all that happen? And I mean, the key is that I never really dug deep and went into maybe my initial trauma and where all of this shit came from so it just kind of keeps playing out and i'm slowly growing you know stepping out of it but i think if i just clean it out like actually have like a deep clean in those areas that will just shift completely and i won't be operating on these weird patterns of like just not even noticing that i've had these patterns basically i just didn't even know that they existed and it's strange like i just saw myself for the first time in this very strange light i'm like who the fuck is that that's not me Hmm. why would i do that (laughs) Hmm. I don't like that. Wow. Wow. It's like a revelation for you. Yeah, it is. And at first I was kind of like intrigued and then I got really, really sad. And then I felt bad for myself. I'm like, why didn't I take care of myself? Like if that was my best friend that told me all these things, I would be horrified. Hmm. Like why, why would you allow these things to happen in your life for like so long before making a change? And I guess I've just, I think grown up in dysfunction. So I just got used to a certain level of bullshit in my life and I'm really kind of over it. I don't like it. Wow. I don't want to have like a high, like it was almost like I was proud to be able to put up with an unreasonable amount of trash in my life. And 
yeah, just kind of waking up to not wanting to have that. I don't align with all of these past relationships. They don't even make any sense to me. Like they don't feel like they align with who I am or even who I have been this whole time. Like just such a misalignment for me and like holding me back. Mm-hmm. And all of my close relationships now are really, really special. And I'm so grateful to have them. And I'm just like, this pastor has just been amazing for cultivating really true, deep friendships that really elevate me and support me. So it sounds like to me that you're experiencing a reawakening or an awakening <laughs> of your self-love. Yeah. And you're looking back, you're, you're seeing these relationships that you have now, the people that you're closest with now, and they're very loving and caring of you because you're being more loving and caring of yourself. But at the same time, there's still these other remnants of these past relationships that are coming up and it's causing you to take a closer look at who you were and it's really kind of frightening to you to see who you were or what you were experiencing. It's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, it's really scaring me for some reason. And I just, all of a sudden, I feel like I've gotten to this strange plateau where I'm like, what the hell? I thought I was doing all this work. And now there's like all these untouched corners of my psyche that have just trash in them. And it's really shocking. But doing all the work is what got you to the point of being able to see all the trash there. Oh, I love that. You're right. That's it. If you hadn't have been doing the work, then you wouldn't notice the things that you're noticing now. There's there's no point in blaming yourself for not... Like, how did I not know this was here? <laughs> because you had to clear through the other trash to get through this deeper trash. Oh my trash. gosh, when people always say like, oh, like the layers of trauma. I'm like, what are you talking about? But like, yeah, I cleared out some shit and just found some new shit some new shit that was hiding behind all of like the clutter now there's like some stuff that's just been there my whole life mm-hmm. that's so fascinating well you know healing is quite the journey <laughs> yes it is a journey and it's a it's a life long journey you're here on earth to heal but in order to heal you have to go through trauma and you're here to learn to love yourself And if you come right out of the gate, just loving yourself, then why are you here in the first place? You have to go through challenges and difficulties to get over the hump of self-loathing to the point where you can really look in the mirror and say, I love you. It's so interesting because I always feel like, yeah, of course I love myself, but I have not been treating myself very nice for a very long time. That's the thing. We say, oh, of course I love myself. But then, you know, if you're drinking two bottles of wine and waking up with a splitting hangover, or you're finding yourself in relationships that are abusive in one way or another, then you really need to look within yourself to see do I really love myself or or am I just saying the words? Yeah. Because the people around you will show you if you love yourself because they will treat you with love and respect if you do. And it's not to put anyone down who's in, in a relationship that's abusive. I've been in abusive relationships and in those relationships, I was not respecting myself. Yeah. Looking back now, Looking back now, in the moment, you would ask me, oh, of course I love myself. <laughs> but looking back now, no. Yeah, our actions uh, are not meeting our words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a reality check when you start seeing things you've never seen. Yes, yes, and it's painful. It's not easy to to see yourself in that light. No, it's really one, one of the most... I'm, I feel traumatized by myself just realizing this. I was just like, this is very bad. Mm-hmm. And yeah, really dark and really, really, really fucking sad. I'm like, I'm 34. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm 34 and I just figured out that I've been treating myself like shit for basically at least like 33 of my years. Like, what the fuck is that about? You're on the fast track, Ingrid. (laughs) Because, yeah, I mean, I'm 45 and it, it took me longer than 34 to figure things out for myself. And I'm still figuring figuring it out. 
I don't have all the answers now, and I don't expect to when I'm 55, 65, 75, 85. It's, you're always learning. You're always growing. You're always peeling back another layer. Otherwise, you don't need to be here. Fuck, Earth is hard. <laughs> it's really fucking hard. Mm-hmm. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, it's also really amazing, but it's like those waves that come and go are really intense. I'm like, does everyone feel things like this? Because this shit is like insane. Yes. Yes. I've been curled up in the fetal position asking God or the universe, why? What are you doing? What do I need to do? Help. Help. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember being curled up in the fetal position in my bathroom, just calling for help. <laughs> I'm, I'm only laughing. Help. <laughs> help. <laughs> I'm only laughing even though this is just awful because like I swear on my life I was like at my friend Crystal's curled up on the floor of her bathroom like last Sunday just bawling like literally begging for help I'm like what the fuck like can I get a message god damn it like I can't feel like this anymore I Mm -hmm. hate it Mm -hmm. it's exhausting like why the fuck am I here and you know I didn't really get a clear message, but this week I kind of did. Just all these like small wake up calls. Like there's not always a big answer. A lot of like small things just Mm -hmm. opening slowly as you sit in the discomfort. Yes. I feel like you're not alone. So many people are struggling right now. Like everyone thought, oh, 2020 is over. All my problems are in the past. No, bitch. No. It's like (laughs) the work's only going to intensify you've been saying that for a while and i was just like scott please no god know why this last year has been horrific and not just because of like quarantine stuff like all the personal shit has been absolutely insane this past year and um, i don't know if i can handle any more shit on my plate but there's really not another option (laughs) it's important to remember that life is a practice it's like going to yoga class every day It looks pretty simple, but then you try to put yourselves in these positions and it's hard. And as you get further into the practice of yoga, it gets harder. It's so true. It's so true. But you have to get better at the practice. And that's what life is. Earth. It's grinding us into that diamond. That's that's what we're here to ascend to. So it's like I... I feel like I'm always mentioning this, but I can't mention it too much. The earth symbol. Look at your chart, Ingrid. Scott has been giving me um, basically astrology flashcards and little quizzes. For now on, Ingrid is going to have this in front of her during our recordings. So do you see that page? You see the earth symbol? Yeah. So the earth is a circle with a cross inside of it, like a plus sign. Yes. A circle of spirit. Um, with a cross of matter inside. Yes, exactly. So remembering that astrology is a language, translating that is your eternal soul materializing into a physical body. That's what earth is. It's the place where the eternal soul materializes into a physical body. And so why? Why? Why Why does the eternal soul need to materialize into a physical body? (laughs) I don't, what's the point of that? I don't know sometimes. Sometimes it's like literally what's, fucking why am I here? What's the point of making of taking a grape and turning it into a bottle of wine? What's the point of taking a rock and turning it into a diamond? Who cares? Why do it? Because a diamond is fucking badass. <laughs> and you want your soul to be badass. And in order for your soul to be badass, it needs to go through the reality of life on earth which is shit (laughs) which is difficult yes it's a challenge yeah it is it's really challenging and so you you arrive here with like a pre-recorded record is that the akashic records you're talking about well the akashic records shows everything but i'm just saying in my own my own metaphor of what life is like you you show up here you have your record of what you've done in your past lives and based on what you've done in your past lives is why the planets and stars were aligned in the way that they were when you were born and they shaped 
your soul into a physical form. And you are meant to go through different trials and tribulations and pain and suffering and joy and love and heartbreak and happiness, all the above. Because if you don't experience those things in reality, then you don't know what the fuck they are. (laughs) You have to know what love is in your heart in order to know what love is. Otherwise, it's a concept. Yeah. It's a thought. It's not real. So this is why we go through what we go through. And astrology, it gives you a perspective of why you're going through what you're going through at any minute of the day. Yeah, your metaphor this morning of the the light shining on the table and showing the little dirty spots that I have never cleaned is like really brilliant. And this is what happens every year. Every year the sun transits through your 12th house. And when it does, that means it roughly, let's say it's been 330 days since it's last been there. So if you didn't clean a part of your house for 330 days, and then you rolled into that room after on day 331, I mean, you'd be like, what the hell? What did I, I don't even remember leaving this stuff here. (laughs) What is this doing here? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I, yeah, I don't remember leaving any of this here. So it's the sun, which is my identity. Well, in your astrological code, the sun is your identity. It reflects your identity. It represents your identity. But the sun in general is the giver of light, life, and vitality. So wherever the sun goes, it's bringing light, life, and vitality. So when the sun goes through the 12th house, (laughs) it's bringing bringing light, life, and vitality. To my psychological baggage. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it's really coming to life right now. So Mm -hmm. time to clear it out. Yes, yes. Should we move into the week? Yes, but before we do, I want to just make one other point because... A couple weeks ago, I mentioned Pluto at 26 degrees because Pluto was beginning its retrograde course at 26 degrees in Capricorn. And I brought that up. I was like, look at your astrological code. If you see 26 degrees somewhere, that means that you're going through a transformation. And I got like several emails and messages from people that were like, what does that mean? 26 degrees in Capricorn. What what am I supposed to do? So I'm going to take this moment to introduce something new to the Weekly Transit Podcast that will hopefully help all the listeners become better astrologers or better at understanding the language of astrology. So each week, I want to look at a degree, like the degree of the week. And I'm going to do this with Ingrid. And hopefully those of you listening can, through the practice, and if you don't get it the first time, keep listening or contact me for a reading or the new moon classes and that will help you understand what I'm talking about. But I'm what I'm attempting to do is help you understand how the planets and stars are affecting you on a personal level. On a personal level. On a personal level. Like today Ingrid's having a hard day, the moon connecting to her son her Mercury, and her Saturn in really difficult ways. And so that's going to make challenges with the emotions. That's all because of the degree. The degree is like an address. So it's like if your address is 765 whatever street, then that's how the mail knows to get there or someone knows how to get there. So the degrees are like the address. They're showing you the location of these planetary energies. So if the sun is at five degrees, then it's bringing that vitality to other points in your astrological code that are at five degrees. So what's the alignment of the week? So the degree of the week is going to be 11 degrees, 11 degrees. And the reason is, is because we're going to talk about it a few times beginning, first of all, on Monday, May 10th. This is the week of May 10th to the 16th. And today, Monday, May 10th, we're looking at three astrological pieces. Now, I like to say pieces because I like to think of astrology as like a game. It's like a board game. It's like a puzzle. So we're fitting these pieces together. 
And these three pieces are connecting with each other. Why? Because they're all near to or at the same degree. So number one, there is Mercury. Communication. Yes, the planet of communication in Gemini. The twins, the communicators, they're very curious. Yes, exactly. So like more communication. Well, and what planet rules Gemini? Mercury rules Gemini. Yes. So it's like double communication. Yes, double communication. Exactly. So Mercury is really moving right now because it's it's in its normal flow. And when Mercury is in its normal flow, it moves one to two degrees a day. And today it's at 10 degrees and then moves to 11 degrees. So the degree of the week is 11 degrees because, well, first of all, at 10 degrees, Mercury aligns with the North Node. Our soul's purpose. Yes. And the North Node is in Gemini. So our soul's purpose as a communicator, Mercury is right on top of the North Node today. They connect really helping you articulate your conscious mind, open up your curiosity, being able to ask questions, really activating your mind. Think about what you want to learn. What what do you want to ask this person or that person? Who can you connect with? Does this always mean communicating to others or is this also being curious within ourselves? More of the former, but it can be curious about yourself. Curious about yourself because why do you want to ask this person a question? Because it's something that you're curious about. Why are you curious about that? So you can always revert it back to yourself. I guess I meant more like asking yourself questions like, like who am I as a communicator? Mm, yeah, well, it's that's something that we're definitely meant to be looking at here is... Who am I as a communicator? Am I listening? Am I really listening to what Ingrid is saying to me? Or am I just thinking about what to say next? It's a really hard practice. I've been really trying to be more present in my friendships and making sure that I am showing up. I just feel like I've had such a hard year. I always have something just to really heavy to share. So making sure I'm also making room for the other person to share what they're going through as well, whether Hmm. that's like a positive thing or a hard thing for them, just making space to know that they have, that there is like a back and forth happening and being a good listener. And how is that affecting you? I mean, it makes me feel good about myself and I think it makes me build stronger connections with my friends. So you're, you're seeing the, the bond grow stronger between you and your friends because you are genuinely curious about them. And even getting more personal and saying like, am I showing up for you? Like, do you, is this how you need to be shown up for? Like, or are you upset about something that I did? Mm. Like what's happening here? Did you feel like I, do you feel like I listened to you? Cause maybe I wasn't present last week cause I was having my own meltdown. Like you were going through something. Did, did you need anything? Did I show up for you? Mm. Like I want to be a good friend too. Good. Good. I love it. Which is also very scary. Cause sometimes, you know, that, leaves room for someone to say, no, you really didn't show up for me, (laughs) but you know, it's okay. This is how I like to be shown up for, but yeah. And this is where the third piece comes in. The third piece that we're talking about today is Chiron, which is the wound Mm -hmm. in the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound. Chiron is transiting through Aries as it has been since March of 2019, which is awakening the wound to our self-confidence And in the connection to Mercury in the North Node, a wound to our self-confidence as a communicator, having the courage to ask that question and say, have I been showing up for you? It can be a courageous question to ask because like you said, the person might say, actually, no, like you're not showing up for me at all. I feel like I'm bending over backwards for you and, and I'm starting to wonder why. It's like, oh, God. Yeah, I do hear some (laughs) friends right now having kind of tumultuous or unreciprocated, unbalanced friendships going on. And those are starting to fall away because they're not serving them anymore. And I don't want to be, at least to the people I value so much, I don't want that to happen. So making sure I'm checking in with the people that I really care about. Like all things go through like ebb and flows and one person's having a meltdown one week and the next person's having one the next week. It just kind of goes that way, but making sure that we're really yeah, showing up and not depleting the people around us. Mm-hmm. 
Good. So, and I love that because everybody's astrological code is different. So, yeah, one week the moon may be squaring you and the next week it's squaring your friend. (laughs) (laughs) So it's how we help balance each other out. Uh, So the 11 degree part is what you want to do is you want to look at your astrological code and you want to see at all the different pieces in there, all the different symbols inside that circle. And is there anything that's close to 11 degrees? You also want to look and see where is Aries in my astrological code? Where is Aries? Because that's going to tell you where Chiron is. That's going to tell you where you are experiencing the wound to your self-confidence. Where is Gemini? That's where Mercury and the North Node are. That's going to tell you where you need to be focused on your communication. So Tuesday, May 11th, there's two planets that are just sitting at 11 degrees. That's Chiron and Uranus because they move slow. And now they're having some extra alignments meet them right now. Yes. On Monday and Tuesday. Yes. On, on Monday, it's Mercury. On Tuesday, it's Mars. Okay, so Mercury is the communication in relation to our wound, to our Mm self-confidence. And then on Tuesday, it's Mars, which is the god of war. Yes. (laughs) So that might shake things up a little bit in terms of our self-confidence in communicating. Totally does. It's like Monday is healing the wound to your self-confidence as a communicator. And then Tuesday, it's like... You're practicing it? Yes. And that can be uncomfy. It's going to be super uncomfy. Because Mars is in Cancer. Which is our emotions. Is the emotions, yes. And Cancer is cardinal, water. Aries, where Chiron is, is cardinal, fire. So both cardinal, but fire boils water. Water extinguishes fire. So there's a lot of tension in taking action very confidently through your emotions as it relates to your roots, your upbringing, your childhood. This is Mars moving through cancer. It's really churning up. It's churning up all the family stuff, all the childhood stuff, your ancestral line, your family lineage. Everybody right now is needing to take an active look, an active look at your roots. So that was Tuesday? That is Tuesday. Okay. But then there's also Uranus. Uranus is in Taurus. So that's a planet of revolution. Yes. And Taurus is the sign of security. Ah, so a shakeup to our sense of security in terms of communicating with confidence. Well, in terms of your home life, your roots. Because Mars is in Cancer, which is the home, your roots, and Uranus is in Taurus which is security. The planet of revolution in the sign of security aligning with the planet of action in the sign of home. And this really brings up something else for me that I've been wanting to talk about for a while because it just kind of hit me in the last week. And I'm like, why haven't I been talking about this more? Because I'm seeing it all around me. Mm-hmm. And and it makes total sense because I've, I've talked a lot about how Uranus in Taurus, the last time that happened was during the Great Depression, leading up to World War II, into World War II. And the time before that, Uranus was in Taurus was during the Gold Rush. Those were both times in human history where people reevaluated what it is they value in the material. Those were also periods of great migration the gold rush. Everyone came to California. Yes. And in the Great Depression, there was the Dust Bowl. And that brought a lot more people west. Wow. And and then even go to Europe and think about what was happening with the Jewish people being shipped to these concentration camps. And everybody else who was living in Europe who was fleeing the war zones. And now here we are again with Uranus and Taurus. And I mean, how many people do you know that have moved? A lot. Yes. I mean, we're in LA here, but a lot of people are moving outside of the big cities because it's more expensive here. Well, and I think also people just want to be out of populated areas. Mm-hmm. 
they want more space they want more less chaos freedom less chaos Mm -hmm. it's intense in the city so you know it used to be more fun and now it's just tension yeah it really is one of my best friends called me and she was just like you don't know how it is over here and she's in pittsburgh and she was just like the masks and the isolation and like it just feels very intense i'm like yeah it's like that out here in la too i think it's maybe easing up but like it is an intense feeling Mm -hmm. and other places just are able to have a lot more freedoms right now and yeah that tension really builds and affects you on so many levels physically emotionally mentally yes it's heavy it's a heavy energy here and so who knows with mars connecting with uranus it could create more of an urge if especially there's something in your chart that's at 11 degrees or nearby it's going to be connecting to all these planets but this is just the backdrop of tuesday and yes ingrid we're still talking about tuesday because the main event on tuesday is the new moon in taurus oh and so the new moon in taurus the new moon is all about planting the seeds of the coming harvest it's about setting your intentions setting your intentions so setting our intentions in terms of our material security yes setting your intentions in terms of your material security what is it that you truly value i've been talking the last couple of weeks about paying down that debt so that's like a very good way to keep grounded and stay focused on what i want my financial goals to be yes good day for a budget also good day for a budget good day for financial planning for the year and setting some goals, even some fun goals, just whatever the thing is that you want to have in your life, making it a point, like making a plan for that to happen. Because really all you need is a plan. Anything can happen as long as you lay it out and you take the steps to get where you want to go. Pragmatism, be practical and setting those goals. I think about what are you spending your money on? It's not just bills or maybe it's just bills. I don't know. But Is there something that you want to spend money on that brings you material comfort? I've been investing in some pieces for my room, just in getting organized with, I just have like makeup and hair stuff and just regular getting ready stuff, but I've really never dedicated an area like a vanity or anything. I just have my bathroom and then I have this mirror in my room and yeah, just getting organized and investing in things that affect my material surroundings the way that i live and like how my day goes is like revolutionary it's so weird that i haven't had it for so long something that just really makes sense for me that builds like a system to make my life easier Hmm. and and more beautiful in a way and that's very cancer mars for you as well because you're taking action to create the home environment that you want yeah and taurus is also about the senses and Mm -hmm. beauty and the aesthetic exactly for me i'm very attached to my home life so having a beautiful space and an organized living environment makes me feel like emotionally fulfilled Hmm. yes so maybe if you have those similar alignments then maybe you would want to do something nice for your home to make it feel like your space is nice it's so important for you because your moon is in cancer which is the home it's in the second house which is associated with the second sign which is taurus So the material is important for Ingrid. (laughs) (laughs) Wednesday, May 12th, the sun, again, in Taurus, is now aligning with Neptune in Pisces. And then there's two other planets we're going to talk about, too. So there's four planets, two alignments. The giver of light, life, and vitality, the sun, in the sign of Taurus, the sign of security, material security, connecting to Neptune, which is the revolutionary planet no damn it (laughs) Um, you always mix those up it's so weird they don't even sound the same um the planet of the subconscious yes the cloudy planet in pisces pisces is the sign that neptune's rules dreams so what are your financial aspirations what are your financial dreams it's about connecting the unconscious to the to the material that really just plays on the previous alignment so it seems like a really heavy day for really making a plan for your future and your financial goals yes and then 
This other alignment also supports that. Mercury, the planet of communication in Gemini, the sign of the conscious and communication, aligns with Saturn, the planet of responsibility, in Aquarius, the sign of the community. So communicating those goals to the people that are in your community in your community if you're a part of a group maybe maybe you're doing the budget for your club or your your business your business that yeah something like that yeah something that has to do with the collective communicating from a place of responsibility how would you like to communicate from a place of responsibility in the community And when you've done all your financial work, then you can show up in the community with a sense of authority. Not like in an arrogance, but like, I got my shit together. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Thursday, May 13th, Jupiter. Jupiter. The sign of of expansion. The planet of expansion. The planet of expansion. Yes. Yes, Ingrid. So please be expanding something positive. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am. I am going to expand something positive. Speaking for Jupiter, of course, look at your chart there, Ingrid, not your chart, but look at the one with all the signs. Mm -hmm. Jupiter's moving into Pisces. Do you see what sign Jupiter rules or what planets rule Pisces? Well, Jupiter rules Pisces and... Oh, Neptune. Yes, Neptune. So Jupiter and Neptune rule Pisces. Neptune has been in Pisces since 2012. And it's the first time Neptune has been in Pisces since 1862. And now it's being joined by the other planetary ruler of Pisces, which is Jupiter. So super duper, like, hasn't felt this way in, would that be, a hundred and... 60 years type of energy in Pisces. So we're expanding our subconscious? Expanding our unconscious. Unconscious. Expanding our unconscious. Yes. Which is definitely what's happening for me right now. Yes. (laughs) And it's going to increase for everybody. How can you be more compassionate? How can you be more compassionate to yourself? How can you be more compassionate to the ones around you? How can you be more empathetic? How would you like to develop your intuition? This is a magical time. The two planetary rulers of Pisces, both in Pisces, you have a a very important choice here. Am I going to dive into the abyss of escapism? Or am I going to sit with myself and really find out what's going on within me? It's really interesting because this week... I don't think I have ever really had an issue with alcohol. I used to like party a lot. And then I really haven't the last couple of years have been almost sober, sober ish. And this last year I have really been going hard on the alcohol. And especially this like last week was kind of a wake up call. I just was so hungover. I felt like absolute shit about myself and I have some shit I need to sort through and I'm not going to be able to sort through it if I'm drunk and hungover. It's just not going to, it's not going to happen. And it like intensifies whatever is hiding in my unconscious. And my friend was getting a beer yesterday. He's like, Oh, you want to get a beer? Like, do you want one? And I was like, well, I do, but I'm going to have to opt out. Hmm. Like you can have one. It doesn't bother me, but I can't, I can't be checking out and I can't be hungover. This is not a good time for that for me. Good for you. Mm -hmm. Good for you. So I'm going to, I'm opting out of the escapism actively. And it's going to, it's going to require extra effort during this period with Jupiter <laughs> moving into Pisces. Jupiter is going to be in Pisces until July 28th and then it backs into Aquarius and then it's in Aquarius again until December 28th and then it moves back into Pisces on December 28th. So this is kind of like we're getting like an appetizer of of what it's going to be like with Jupiter and Pisces from now until July 28th. And then on December 28th, that's when Jupiter's in Pisces until May of 2022. Okay. So this is 
these are times to really be working with that energy of sorting through your psychological baggage and not checking out. Absolutely. Whether it's drugs, alcohol, TV, Instagram, maybe even being overly social or being a workaholic, all of those things can help you check out. Yes. So checking in with yourself and what the fuck is going on inside. (laughs) Because I'm fucking over it. I love it. Yes. Friday, May 14th. Is there some lightness happening? What are you going to say? You have a look on your face. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like loving this because like everything just, it's like, boom, hard. Like Jupiter moves into Pisces. You got to take a look at your shit. You got to look deep within your psychological baggage and see what's going in there, going on in there. So what is the first planet that connects with Jupiter? The moon, Our the emotions, emotions uh, <laughs> cancer, which is your roots. And that's the ruler of cancer too. It's the ruler of cancer. (laughs) So you have Jupiter, the planetary ruler of Pisces, aligning with the moon, the planetary ruler of cancer in cancer. This is, it's like, okay, you got to take a a close look at your psychological baggage. No better place to look than back when you were three years old, four years old, five years old, or look at your family lineage, look at your mother, look at your father. Who raised them? What did they experience? What did your grandparents experience and their grandparents experience? Because that is affecting who you are. I mean, I know that generally and I see that in my patterns, but when I was having this meltdown about all of my past relationships being like not, not really respecting myself and being in these kind of like abusive situations and putting up with it, you were like, okay, well, what happened in your childhood that made you not like respect yourself? Like what is in there? You need to look and see what happened back then so you can undo it. And I was like, fuck, you're right. I don't know what it is, but I need to find it. I need to find it and I need to get it out. Yes. Find it within your own childhood. Search for it within your parents' childhood, your grandparents' childhood. It's all passed down. You are you because your parents are your parents and your grandparents were your grandparents and so on and so forth. And then once you, I mean, pinpointing it is one thing which can just release a lot just by acknowledging that this is where it came from. That These things didn't just happen to you. You didn't just end up like this. It's all based on like how we grew up and how our parents grew up. But yeah, just seeing it for the first time is very eye-opening and can be healing. But doing some healing ceremonies around that, whatever that means, maybe it's sharing with a friend or your therapist or doing a like an inner child meditation healing, those kind of things can all help. Yes. Anything that's going to bring a greater sense of compassion to you in those moments Looking back at you as a child and having compassion for what you experienced, nurturing yourself, your inner child, doing that inner child work, nurturing your inner child in a way that you were not nurtured as a child. The moon is the planet of nurturing and cancer is the sign of nurturing. Jupiter in Pisces, that's compassion. So this is a special alignment of compassionate nurturing to yourself to heal your psychological baggage. Yeah, it can be really harsh looking back on maybe where these patterns came from. If you're not having compassion, you can end up just blaming your parents or your grandparents and saying it's all your fault. But if we're looking in there with compassion, we can just see that it all stems from somewhere else. Whatever happened to them, they didn't have the tools they needed to raise you the way that you would have liked to be raised. Mm-hmm. And it's nobody's fault. It just happens. And it keeps happening until we undo that cycle and unpack our shit. Yes. Amazing, Ingrid. There's one other piece today, Ingrid, that I can't go without mentioning. Mercury. Also in the sign that it rules. So we're talking about three planets that are all in the signs that they rule today. Jupiter, the ruler of Pisces. The moon, the ruler of Cancer. And Mercury, the ruler of Gemini. Mercury's all by itself, not connecting to anything directly today, but today it flies into its retrograde shadow. Oh, shit. <laughs> so this so is... really looking back at the past, beginning to look back at the past. Wow. Always divine timing with the, with the planets and mm-hmm. stars. This is 
Perfect. Yeah, a good time for slowing down, being able to really look inside and see what's happening. Take note of where you are in your life, your relationships, your career, whatever it is you're working on. Be clear about what that is right now and stay focused on that from now, May 14th until July 7th. That's when Mercury moves out of its retrograde shadow. The retrograde begins on May 29th and ends on June 22nd, but the shadow period is from May 14th to July 11th. So that's really the period where you really want to focus. What are you working on? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want to complete? What do you want to complete between May 14th and July 7th? What do you want to complete? Clearing some shit out. Okay. Clearing it out. Yes. I'm over it. it Ingrid's very focused right now. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Saturday, May 15th. Mars, the god of war. Saturn, the god of time. Align with each other. So Mars is in Cancer, again, as we've said, churning up the god of war in in the sign of your roots, churning up those roots, those ancestral lines, the ancestral healing going down there with the warrior and saying, clearing it out, like Ingrid was saying, and then aligning with Saturn, the authority in the sign of Aquarius, the community. So action in the home authority and community. How are these two areas relating in your life? How is your home life relating to your life in the community? Are you able to embrace your personal authority in the community? Are you taking responsibility for what you want to accomplish and achieve in your community? Or are you just sitting at home waiting for other people to figure it out for you? Because if you are, that's why the God of War is moving through the house of home to get you off your ass. ass. (laughs) Fucking move. (laughs) And take responsibility for your community. Yeah, I love that. Feels like when you're taking action in the home, it can like flow into your community life and in the form of authority and responsibility. Yes. Taking action in your home, moving that energy, kind of keeping with that flow and moving it into the community and having authority in in the community. I think just like that kind of like go energy, just like keep fucking moving. Yes. And if you don't have the wherewithal within yourself to take responsibility for having authority in the community, it's time to look into your childhood. See, why not? Why not? Did did my parents think that, tell me, well, you can't do that. No, you have to behave out there. You can't, you can't go there. My friend just moved back home and to his parents' house (laughs) and growing up, like he's an artist and growing up, he was never allowed to like mess up the house, decorate his walls. And he moved back in and he was like, just so you know, like I have to be able to express myself here if this is going to work. Like, I'm really grateful to be here and I will help you in any way I can. But it's really important to me that I can like decorate my space and express myself artistically. And how'd that go over? Great. Yeah. 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 He, he was just he healing. painted the, ro- the room. <laughs> I think he was just putting up some like art on the walls. But yeah, just his authority in the community by expressing himself he was rewarded and he was working on healing some wounds from his childhood about never being able to express himself so it was just a really cool kind of like full circle thing to see Mm. and now he wants to bring that into the community by yes creating like spaces for kids to be able to express themselves amazing with i guess more like graffiti art like murals and stuff like that a space where people can come and create so they don't have to feel like he felt when he was a kid yes that's awesome. So I thought that was a really good example of how you could you pull that energy into this alignment. Very good example. And I just think about Mars being in cancer. That's nurturing. So he's taking action to nurture these kids so that they can embrace their own personal authority and like, yeah, I can paint on this wall and create art here. That's cool. Awesome, Ingrid. Thanks for sharing that. Sunday, May 16th. The moon... Still cruising through Cancer, has now moved on to connect with Neptune, the other planetary ruler of Pisces. So it's like you get the two connections. You get the moon connecting with Jupiter, the planetary ruler of of Pisces, 
And then you get the moon and Cancer connecting to Neptune, the other planetary ruler of Pisces. So it's like you have the initial, oh, wow, expansion of the unconscious. It's like, holy shit, this is all there. This all happened in my childhood. How did I forget all this stuff? This is crazy. No wonder my life is this way right now. <laughs> Why did I do it? No, I'm, everything's so fucked up. And then by the time you get to Sunday, there's Neptune that intuitive healing it's like no it's okay you were a child then you were a child you didn't you didn't know any different you reacted in the way that you knew how as a four-year-old as a five-year-old there's no as a 20 year old as As a 30 year old (laughs) (laughs) as a 34 year old (laughs) (laughs) yes have compassion give yourself a hug and nurture yourself It's okay. You are loved. You are appreciated. You are a reflection of everyone you come into contact with. A divine, unique reflection. If you're not here, then I can never see myself through you. And that sucks. (laughs) Because you give me a different reflection of myself that I can't see through anyone else. Yeah, it's really special. I only really realized that recently, like each friendship you have is so different and it brings something else to your life and makes you feel a different kind of way. And if you have the people in your life that are really lifting you up and helping you heal and supporting you, you're going to feel amazing. (laughs) And I never really got that until I, I guess, showed up for myself. And in turn, all of these amazing friendships showed up in my life. Yeah, it's incredible. Nurturing friendships and nurturing yourself is very healing and very empowering and having a sense of community is so important Mm, yes even the dysfunctional ones though those are healing those can be empowering they those 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 are the ones that shake your shit up and, and show you all of your shit yes exactly that's it they shake you up and show you your shit because you weren't able to look at it without going through those dysfunctional relationships a blessing and a curse Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's very uncomfortable but yeah we we wouldn't be doing this deep work if shit wasn't going weird and sideways yes there would be no reason to be looking into that psychological baggage if everything was happy all the time Mm -hmm. that's it fuck (sighs) that was a week That was a week. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, thank you, Ingrid, as always. Thank you, Scott. You're welcome. We'll see you next week. See you next week. The Weekly Transit. The Weekly Transit.